it can feel really really good to be open and honest i promise you it is so liberating it is like a high all of that weight lifts off of you that you've been carrying when you're just not really being honest and then you can be unapologetically yourself and like if that's not for everyone and if you start being crazy honest and people are like ooh, don't love that then those aren't your people Hi guys, we're your hosts Jillian and Kaylin, and this is Teach Me How to Adult, a podcast on all the things you never learned growing up, like how to buy a home, manage stress, crush your love life, land your dream job, and how to love yourself more, because we could all be a little kinder to ourselves. We're still figuring out how to get our shit together, so we're calling in the experts and the hustlers for some real talk and legit tips on how to live your best life. Adulting isn't easy, but we got you. Today is a juicy topic that both of us have been really working on and talking about a lot in our lives, and that is how to be more honest with yourself and with others. Yeah, we're really excited to talk about this one. And we just want to preface that if you're dealing with someone who's like a pathological liar, a chronic cheater, or someone extremely manipulative, we're not trained therapists. So unfortunately, we can't help solve that. But like holler if you guys figure that out. Yeah. Asking for a friend if you guys know how to deal with that. Like, <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> No, today we're talking about just like everyday good people out there who they mean well, but still struggle with having honest conversations and with admitting their truth or like hiding mm -hmm. things that feel uncomfortable. We've all done it. We've all been there. Some of us are still deep there, but we have been doing a lot of thinking and a lot of self-work to figure out why we sometimes feel like we do need to hide things, whether it's like omitting an action that we took or just not being truthful about how we're feeling or what's really going on and just literally not being able to answer answer truthfully when people are like how are you just all of it comes down to whether you feel you can be really honest in your life so that is why we are gathered here today that is why we're here because carrying those lies and dishonesty is literally just going to weigh you down and stop you from being as happy and as close to the people that you love as you could be. And I know it's impacted both of us in different parts of our lives. So we just hope this can help. Yeah. And we're going to get into that and we're going to attempt to be really honest about our journey. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it's also worth noting that like lying and dishonesty can cause so much unnecessary stress if you've ever mm -hmm. lied to people, think back about how much anxiety it probably caused trying to keep your story straight, trying to keep it going, like just trying to maintain that whole fucking facade. It's the worst. Also with our memories, because Kaylin and I can't remember what we spoke about 10 minutes ago. <laughs> we would be screwed. Like, how would we'd we keep our story straight? We couldn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no chance. No chance. And the science backs up how stressful it actually is. Uh, a 2015 study found that dishonesty spikes cortisol, which is your stress hormone reactivity, which causes your blood pressure and your heart rate to increase. And so if you're constantly living with dishonesty and you're constantly elevating your stress, that's going to take like a really big toll on your mental and physical health. Yeah, and researchers also found that people who prioritize honesty and living with integrity are generally healthier and literally have longer lifespans. So mm -hmm. being honest makes you live longer, friends. But the real question is, why do we lie in the first place? And why are we more likely to be dishonest than have those hard conversations? Yeah, that is, if this were an essay, that is like the thesis question. <laughs> that is the thesis. And we're going to yeah. dive into that. I mean, I think, obviously, there's some people that just choose to be dishonest out of control or you know narcissism mm -hmm. or manipulation I think a lot of people just hide things out of a fear of judgment but I would say the majority of like garden variety day-to-day -day lying is is just 
people aren't honest with themselves. So they haven't even developed that self-awareness that would allow them to be open and honest with others because they're really just not being open and honest with themselves. And I think it's like people forget the little white lies that you tell yourself or you tell other people really, really do add up. So Mm -hmm. even if you're not some like crazy pathological liar or like a cheater, you're not doing anything really damaging to someone, these little things that you might be doing like unconsciously or subconsciously Mm -hmm. are, you know, they're going to impact your life. Yeah. But in order to be more honest with others, the truth is we really need to get honest with ourselves first, which is honestly the hardest part for most people. Mm -hmm. Because if you are constantly avoiding how you're feeling, and I'm super, super guilty of this, that feeling amplifies, like quadruples. And we've talked a lot about this on the podcast, but that's because your emotions are designed to be like action signals. They're, They're data. It's feedback. And if you're ignoring it, you're just lying to yourself. Yeah. And that's like literally manifested in the classic nothing is wrong response when clearly something's wrong in the relationship and your partner or your friend, they're asking you what's wrong and trying to understand. And you're just, you're not lying to be an asshole. You're just lying and Mm -hmm. saying nothing's wrong, even though something's wrong, because you can't figure out why you're so upset or you can't figure out what's causing this. So you just ignore it and pretend instead of just being like, no, something actually is wrong and I haven't really figured it out yet and I'm just trying to work through it. You know, like there's a lot of ways you can address it, but we just tend to placate and say nothing's wrong because we are avoiding our feelings. And without self-awareness, it can be hard to like drill down on what is actually causing you to feel certain ways. But you can start in a few key areas. One of them is owning up to what you really want to do. This is a big area of dishonesty, I think, for a lot of people. This is like where most of the kind of like white lies that I see crop up. It's when people make so many excuses to themselves as to why they're avoiding Mm -hmm. doing something or why they're canceling on plans. And then they just end up giving like a bullshit reason or a lie as to why they they can't do something because they're not really being honest with themselves about it either. So aside from being really annoying for the people that you're canceling on or the people that you're saying no to and you're kind of fibbing as to why – you're probably also not getting to the heart of like why you don't actually want to do something because you're not clear on what you want to do and you're not owning what you want to do. So if it's like if you're in a season of your life where like you're not really down to drink and all of your friends are drinking and they're constantly inviting you along and you constantly just kind of like lie to them to get out of it, for example, then you're being dishonest with yourself because if you were being honest with yourself, you could say, hey, I'm really struggling with drinking a lot right now. I really want to avoid it. You would be clear Mm -hmm. with yourself. You'd be clear to others. There'd be no more lying and everyone would be on the same page. It would be a way better outcome. And your friends would probably be totally okay with you saying that versus, you know, lying about why you can't come out and always being the one that ditches them. A hundred percent. Because usually your friends are going to know. They're going to be like, ugh, another bullshit reason, you know, and they're going to probably take offense to it instead of just being like, oh, I get that. True. I had no idea. Like, good to know. We'll stop bugging you. Yeah. And no one wants to be the friend that always bails. That's just like the worst thing in the world. Yeah. And all of this also comes down to just figuring out who you really are, Mm -hmm. which is truly a lifelong journey. (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) Often. Good luck. Good luck to you. But often I think people lie because they don't know who they are or they're just feeling uncomfortable. So they're just trying to fit in. So that might look like, you know, lying on a first date or to a family member or your friends or your coworkers, and then just having to keep up the act. And it's all because you're hiding who you are and you're pretending to be something that you're not. So this is a really big one and it's not easy, but really doing some deep work to figure out who you are, you know, like what situations you're comfortable in, will really help you act in line with that person rather than trying to be something you're not to, you know, placate to other people. Yeah. I used to do this all the friggin' time, especially with a specific friend group that I used to have where 
I just felt like I couldn't be myself. Like I had to, I had to downplay my job, any success, my relationship. I had to drink more and I just always had the biggest friend hangover every time I hung out with them. And I realized it's not them specifically. It's me not being myself and changing the way I am and not being honest. Um, I'm sure there were some things they were doing. Let's be real. No, but that's still, a really good it was mostly me. That's, that's a light bulb moment. Wow. But it's true. It's it's more how you feel in those situations versus what the other people are doing. Yeah. Yeah. I totally see that. And if you don't like really know who you are and you're not confident in who you are, that's when you kind of start like, I've been guilty of this too, like kind of changing your shape a bit too much to fit into the situation yeah. that you're in. But like if I'm going on a first date and it's with like, a super sporty athletic person they're like yeah like one of my biggest values is like athleticism I'm not going to be like oh same because that's a fucking lie (laughs) but but in a more insecure time in my life I might have done that or I might have been like oh yeah like I'm a big yogi and I love cycling and it's like okay you go to one cycle class like a week and you've done yoga once in three years but it would be really (laughs) easy to try to find things in common and be likable and lie a bit about who you are when really what's gonna fucking happen when they're like amazing let's go on a big hiking adventure and you're like i really can barely walk after doing a set of stairs so this isn't good yeah so being honest with yourself and to others will help you align with the right people that are actually good for you the right jobs that are good for you and it won't put you in a situation where like it's embarrassing because you have misled yourself and others even if it's well-intentioned and just carrying that stress oh my god I would that would just be too much too much too much no I cannot I'm honestly getting like a little anxious just thinking about it (laughs) I know (laughs) so okay I think we've covered a lot of the reasons why people aren't able to be honest with themselves and like how to work through Mm -hmm. that and it comes down to like doing a lot of thinking and working through your shit and figuring out who you are but let's talk about being honest with others and some of the reasons why we aren't I would say one of the biggest reasons out there is shame and fear of judgment shame is a really really potent emotion and I'm obsessed with Brene Brown I highly recommend just watching all of her videos and TED Talks and like reading everything she does if you don't know about her because she studies shame and vulnerability. And one of the things that she says is if you put shame in a Petri dish, it needs three things to grow exponentially, secrecy, silence, and judgment. So if you're lying to your friends about, you know, hooking up with someone and you don't want them to know, that's probably because you're scared of that they'll judge you and maybe you feel ashamed. And so you're going to go to secrecy and silence and You know, there's a million other reasons if you're scared to tell your partner that you're not doing well right now and that you're really struggling with your mental health. Maybe you feel shame. You feel like I should be fine. I have such a great life. I'm ashamed that I feel this way. So much of what we do in life is driven by shame, especially I think in like relationships and around money and around like sex and so many things. So the antidote to shame can really be vulnerability. And vulnerability is so hard for, for so many people, but like that's that's at the core of, of being able to be honest and, apolog- and unapologetic about who you are, is being willing to be vulnerable. And maybe people will judge you, but like that's on them, not on you. And I think that's also why people are so afraid of confrontation and difficult conversations. It's this discomfort and fear and like worry that you're going to be judged. Yeah. And it really holds people back from just saying the truth a lot of the time. It's like a double-edged sword because you're trying to protect yourself from having the uncomfortable conversation Mm -hmm. and then you're also trying to protect the other person from potentially getting hurt of whatever you're going to be honest about. And I know whenever I'm not being honest, usually it's to protect somebody else's feelings and just like make the situation better for that person at my expense. 
I kind of have a hot take on that, though. I think what I've learned in my life is that you're rarely actually protecting someone else. Like, I feel oh, like we sure. convince ourselves that, but really we're protecting yeah. ourselves. Because when I look back at lies 100%. I have told, like, really clear lies that I've told, I was like, oh, I don't want to upset them, or I don't want them to be worried, or I don't want them to... But no, I was just really fucking scared of what they would think of me. Or I really didn't want to put yeah. myself in a shitty situation, whatever it was. Or I was scared I was going to lose them, but it was really myself that I was protecting and not the people that I was lying to. And if I was honest... And it, like, as you said, we're going to talk about times when it's, it can be a bit cruel to be honest. And we're just talking mm -hmm. about everyday things like hiding parts of yourself, hiding things that you've done, not being honest yeah. when someone asks you a question, making excuses. Yeah. It's usually just protecting yourself. And so that's the hard thing because you don't want to yeah. put your heart in the line and you don't want to get hurt and you don't want to be judged. But most people can see through the bullshit. And so really, oh, yeah. it's hurting them. Because they're going to fill in the story. If you tell a story that's not true and someone knows it's not true, they fill in the gap and say, I know that's bullshit. They obviously just don't like me. Or they obviously just, this is happening. Right. Or I'm not a good enough friend for them to like tell me the truth about what they're doing. I don't know. That's what I think I had to learn is that I could like try to come up with noble reasons as to why I was, you know, spewing some bullshit. But really it just came down to like, I was scared. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing... I, I have started a new therapist and she is fabulous. And one thing I was talking to her about, because I'm really trying to work on, on honesty and being more honest about how I'm feeling with people, is that a lot of that is me now starting to set boundaries. Mm -hmm. And that scares me because I'm worried that these people in my life are all of a sudden going to be like, whoa, what the fuck? Who is this girl yeah. telling me no? Like, you know? But at the end of the day, she was saying like, if they're having that visceral reaction to you being honest, it has nothing to do really with your re relationship. It's just them recalibrating how they how you, they need to show up for you. Yeah. Like they're like, oh, okay, Kayla needs space or she, you know, needs time for this. Okay, got it. Like it doesn't mean that your relationship's over. They just need a hot second to just take that nugget and recalibrate. That makes sense. Yeah, because I think we're so scared of of how people will react when we're sometimes being truthful and it's a hard truth but yeah there's very few truths that will make your the people that love you stop loving you exactly yeah and again like this is us talking about like little not little because it might feel big to you but mm -hmm. this is not being like I cheated I killed someone yeah. like this is just like I need time or I'm yeah. I'm overwhelmed or like I'm tired whatever it yeah, might yeah, be yeah. that you're exactly not good at expressing and yeah like yeah. I mean we're not going to dive into like the hardcore ones but I would say a lot of this even applies to cheating and stuff like that in terms of like yeah. being honest because I think yeah. even in cheating, a lot of people are like, oh, I didn't want to hurt them. I'm, I'm protecting them. It's better that they don't know. It's like, you're fucking protecting yourself. Let's be yeah, honest. Yeah, you just don't want the outcome to happen. Yeah. yeah, and so if you're really worried about protecting the person you love, you won't hurt them intentionally. Um, and when you hurt mm -hmm. them unintentionally, which isn't, you might do something that hurt them and you didn't mean to, then just have an honest conversation about it because you didn't mean to. It was just maybe a mistake. And I think another way to, to think about it is aligning with your values instead of like rules you know we have these like unspoken mm -hmm. societal rules about like what you're supposed to do and like who's right and who's wrong and we always want to be right but instead of focusing on what's right and wrong and whether you'll get caught because you're only wrong if you get caught in a lie you know instead think of like the values of who you want to be like who do you want to mm -hmm. be when no one's looking because if you lie and no one ever catches you you're still considered like you know an honest person 
But who do you want to be like in your core? Do you want to be trustworthy? Do you want to be dependable? Do you want to be the person that people describe as like always themselves, always so real, always a person I can go to for the truth? Because if that's if those are qualities that you want, you you can have them. But you might not have them if you're just like fixated on like, what are the rules? What are the loopholes? How can I like get away with things? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because right and wrong societally is very complex but right or wrong in terms of how you align yourself in the world and your values that's a lot more easy to digest I think yeah like what's going to help you sleep better at night yeah what actions are going to help you sleep better at night yeah so it that's why it's really key to own up to even like the small 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 things in your life like just take responsibility for the good and the bad that you do because mistakes are just mistakes and they happen it makes us human and honestly more relatable if you're open about it they don't have to define you yeah That's how you can conquer that fear and that shame is that like this one little thing that happened doesn't need to define you. So just take responsibility and then like offer an apology. If something happened and you need to be honest and it's uncomfortable, you can always offer an apology and then you can move on instead of being trapped in a cycle of lies. And Mm -hmm. it can also be an opportunity to like open up more depth and realness in your relationships. I know. I Sorry, mom, if you're listening to this, but (laughs) I know I think (laughs) back to this one time in high school when my parents found a stash of booze in my room and instead of just owning it and being like yep some of these are my booze I got my friend to claim that they were his and to come and pick them up and I oh my god what a good friend though shout out to this friend shout out to Thomas (laughs) you're a real one but I carried like so much (laughs) I carried much more shame about lying about that than I did about just being caught with some booze like I was not Mm -hmm, the worst kid mm -hmm. in the world for, you know, wanting to bring some booze to a party, you know, a few times. Like, it wasn't like I had a rampant problem, but I was so scared of getting in trouble, of letting them down. I was so scared of judgment and repercussions, and I just couldn't own my shit. So instead, I lied, and I kind of hated that. And I felt like, hey, if I had just had an uncomfortable, probably shitty time telling them the truth and dealing with the trouble... And the consequences, I wonder if that could have changed our relationship for the rest of high school because they would know that, yes, I'm going to drink sometimes and maybe we could have some conversations about, like, how do we do it safely? Are there rules we can all yeah. agree to instead of just hiding, 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 hiding? Because yeah, you're never going to grow if you just hide anything that can challenge you. So that was, I don't know, I didn't do the right thing then, but I know now that we might have been able to, like, change the course of, like, the rules that were set for me in high school had I just had a shitty uncomfortable conversation and owned my shit yeah oh my god that's so funny see I was like the opposite and was such a rat my brother once threw a party when my parents were away and it gave me so much anxiety that I ratted on no, him the next didn't. day and like he never trusted me again <laughs> oh my god Graydon I'm so sorry <laughs> I'm so sorry Graydon I mean he trusts me now but like in high school he was like you're a fucking rat <laughs> I think I was just panicking, <laughs> afraid of alcohol as a child. Uh, that that changed. Um, anyways, <laughs> hey, they say to face your fears, and exposure therapy is real. <laughs> well, we are exposed. <laughs> we are fine. Everybody, we're fine. Everything's great. Clearly, I wanted to be like the golden child that knew everything and control and could control everything. But you don't need to do that. So a lot of the times when we're being dishonest, it's because we don't know the answers and we're really insecure about that. That's true. Yeah, you don't you don't need to know everything. That's when a lot of people lie. Like being honest yeah. with both yourself and your coworkers and your family about what you don't know 
it will make a better relationship between you all and you'll learn more you'll grow more and also it can help you avoid looking like a foolish bitch to be honest because yeah you're embarrassed that you don't know something but it's fucking okay not to know everything so many embarrassing things happened when I first worked at a fashion magazine because I was not a like diehard fashion person so I just didn't know so much Mm. and so people would be talking about stuff and I'd pretend that I knew and then I would you know, get caught that I didn't know or I wouldn't learn or I wouldn't know things that I should because I should have just asked and been like, oh, I actually don't know this obscure designer that you guys are talking about. Could you let me know? And then I would be a better employee for it. For example, telling my boss what he should pack on a cruise when he was going to fashion week because I thought a cruise fashion show meant they were on a cruise. Nope, it's cruise wear. It's summer wear. Kill me. Oh, that's awkward. That's hilarious. Instead of just being like, oh, can you clarify? Like, what does cruise mean? Or just like Googling that I didn't know, but instead I just had to feel like I knew everything so that I wouldn't be embarrassed. But it's worse. That's so funny. I used to do that too. And then I found I wasn't learning or or people would, you know, ask me to do something and I'd be like, oh, fuck, I don't actually know how to do that. And I had, then you get caught in this lie. So you you will be way more respected by your colleagues if you're just honest about what you know and you don't know. Because honestly, a good employee or a good manager admits their blind spots so that they can learn from their teammates versus just pretending and potentially making a big mistake or a fool out of yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Don't act a fool. (laughs) Don't act a fool. When I first started at a company, um, I had to go on this tour across the country with our VP. And I was in a car with this person and they were so awkward. They like socially awkward, didn't make a conversation. And I felt so uncomfortable that when I finally found out that like what this person's hobby was, it was watercolor painting. I just blurted out, oh my God, no way. I love watercolor pa- painting. <laughs> Kaylin, and no. this whole like five hour car ride, I just told her I was this like avid watercolor painter and like I've it's something I love to do and I like landscapes and like oh my god Jill it was so bad but that's you know what I okay this is such a good example because this is what most of us would do is kind of fucking like lie our way through to make the car ride more doable but instead like if you lead with curiosity instead of trying to be like oh I know that too you could be like oh my god that's so interesting I've always wondered about it which might be a bit of a fib but maybe have wondered and then like tell me more instead we're just like fuck I need to I need to know what I'm talking about Maybe I should take up watercolor painting. It sounds very It's never relaxing, too late. But it's never too late. <laughs> and now the next time you meet someone who watercolors, you don't have to lie about it. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. It can feel really, really good to be open and honest. I promise you it is so liberating. It is like a high. All of that weight lifts off of you that you've been carrying mm-hmm. when you're just not really being honest. And then you can be unapologetically yourself. And like, if that's not for everyone, and if you start being crazy honest and people are like, ooh don't love that then those aren't your people straight up those aren't your people and so when I examined that I was just like no my people will still love me if I'm being honest about shit so it's me it's not them it's me and if it is them then fuck your people (laughs) (laughs) this is a vulnerable share but specifically like in dating and being forthcoming about relationships like at one point in my life I was in an open relationship and I would get Mm -hmm. so stressed and nervous to broach that if I was meeting someone or like on a date with someone I would kind of give half truths like I would never fully lie to the person you were in an open relationship with no to like if I went on a date with someone or if I met someone and I was out and started like we were clearly hitting it off I I wouldn't like mislead them 
but I would have mm-hmm. trouble. Like I would be like, yeah, just so you know, you know, there's kind of someone, but it's complicated. Like I just didn't want to lie like fully, yeah. but I wasn't just like, yeah. hey, listen, I'm in an open re- relationship. Are you cool with that or no? Like I was fucking scared about it. So I mm-hmm. would, I would just tiptoe around it and kind of give like little bits. I wasn't that forthcoming all the time. And I was just having trouble being unapologetic about where I was at. And when I started making that switch, it felt so good to lay it out on the table. I remember being out with someone and just being like, hey, I actually fully love someone and I'm in a relationship with them. But for X, Y, and Z reasons, we're in an open relationship right now. And, you know, just want to make sure you're comfortable with that because that's my reality. And if you're not, I totally Mm -hmm. understand it's not for everyone. And they were like, wow. That's really fucking cool. Thanks for being honest. Can I ask you some questions? And we had such a good conversation and it cut through all the bullshit. There was no anxiety. There was no pretending. And I'm like, this is a great transition point where I'm just deciding to be unapologetically truthful about wherever I am at. Or like after I went through a breakup, if I would talk to someone, I would just be like, hey, like, you know, at a bar, someone comes up to you. I would be like, full disclosure, I've just gone through a breakup and I'm pretty fragile right now. So like (laughs) if you are looking for something fun and light, it ain't me. I've really gone through a huge change in my life in the past little while about having open and difficult conversations. Like even with my family, it just allows Mm -hmm. you to grow so much closer when you share things. I spent so much time carrying the weight of being scared that they would judge me for, you know, who I was with or a situation that I was in. But when I was forthcoming and open, it brought everyone so much closer and it just tears down all the walls unless you really have a strong bond with people. You don't have to carry the weight of lying and pretending because you're scared that they will judge you because that's their problem, not yours. No, and and you're right. And the people in your life that, you know, truly care about you and truly matter won't think twice about it. Honestly, this reminds me of us the other day. Like we were trying to find a time for you to come out and visit me. Yeah. And we like figured out a week that could work. And then I had like someone in our family got injured and we had to help them. And that was just the tip of the iceberg. But there was also all this other shit going on that I wasn't it's not even that I was lying to you. I just didn't tell you about it. I wasn't being honest. I was lying to myself. I wasn't being honest about what was going on. So then we had to cancel our plans, but then you spiraled because I didn't tell you the truth of what's really going on below the surface. And I was struggling and all this stuff. And then you were like, what's happening? So this is like a textbook example. Yeah. I'm glad you shared that because it's true. This, this is one of those things where because the reason that you gave for us not being able to do like what we were planning on doing, I felt like was, I was like, I don't understand. Why would that stop our trip from happening? I feel like this is an excuse and she doesn't want to see me and she doesn't want me to come and she doesn't love me anymore and I'm not important. I fucking spiraled. I was like, oh my God, I'm losing my best friend. But I didn't know that you had so much stuff going on in your life that was causing you a lot of stress. And then once you shared that, I was like, okay, is this why we can't do this trip? And you were like, yes. And I'm like, okay, well, this makes so much more sense. sense. Like it's not about me but I made it about me because I didn't know all the blanks and I was filling them in with negative stories you just got to be real with yourself and with your friends because they'll detect I will I will detect a bullshit thing and be like even though it wasn't bullshit I was just like I don't think this makes sense something else is going on like there's more to the story here yeah yeah exactly and what's so great about this experience minus the fact that I made you stress I apologize (laughs) is when I did open up and tell you everything that was going on you were so supportive and made me feel so heard and understood that it also inspired me to be honest with my parents about a trip that they were planning to come visit me and 
the more you practice it, the better you get at being honest yeah. and open. And you made space for me and you allowed that to happen. So thank you so much. That's a good point too. It's like you build like momentum once you start doing it and practicing a few times it's like addictive you're just like I'm gonna tell the truth to everybody <laughs> and then it feels so good and and then people know what's going on with you and you don't have to like pretend everything's okay when yeah. it's not and you can be honest every time you check in with each other so the more you're honest the more that's gonna be who you are because I don't want to I don't want you to think of me as the friend that bails or the friend yeah. that's like only giving you half the truth yeah especially when it's not my in- like my intent is not to lie I just don't open up because it's not I'm not good at it so I'm getting better at it sometimes I find it's like if I know my friends are going to judge me for something it's hard Mm -hmm. to be completely forthcoming because you know you're going to get shit you know you're going to like hear about it and you don't want to necessarily sometimes you do sometimes you don't right but I've also found it's helpful if I want to be honest and tell the truth about something but I really don't want to deal with the fallout it's okay Mm -hmm. to just be like hey here's the truth of what's going on with me and I'm not really looking for feedback on it right now but just wanted to let you know And if you are looking for feedback, like you wanted to have a conversation about how you were feeling and I'm so fucking glad that you did. So we had a really good chat. But if you need to Mm -hmm. like drop a bomb on me and you were like, this is very fragile, I really don't want like any feedback, but I want you to know what's going on, then I would be like, okay, cool. Now I know what's going on and now I know that you're not looking for me to weigh in and that's okay to do. Exactly. And that might help you, like not you, but listeners, that might help like be more (laughs) honest because you don't have to fear a reaction if you're just divulging something personal and you don't want people's judgment or opinions yeah that's a key thing you and I have gotten good at practicing that just being like hey I'm going to tell you something I'm looking to vent or I'm looking for advice or I'm looking for you to just please agree with everything I'm saying yeah Yeah, exactly (laughs) do not play devil's advocate in this moment yes there's a time and place people (laughs) and that leads to like a bit more of a nuanced conversation about honesty as well which is like when it's okay to do a bit of a lie versus not and I think like Mm -hmm. what it comes down to is truth without tact can be cruelty like truly sometimes Mm. a white lie is necessary so we're not saying that you should go to someone's house for dinner and tell them that you hated the food that they made (laughs) that is rude that is rude and that's not productive honesty so like if there's no positive outcome or if it's not productive to say something or if the intent of why you're saying it is actually not nice then sometimes you don't need to say anything at all Also, like sometimes telling a hard truth to someone when they're not ready or able to receive it or they haven't asked for it, that can also be cruel because I can think of some times where I've had, you know, friends give me a hard to hear truth, but at a really Mm -hmm. not appropriate occasion. And while the intentions might have been good, it's important to be careful of, of being honest and ensure that you're in the right time, you're in the right place and that the person you know, is receptive and open and that you're not like ruining a big event for them or you're, you know, like just be, be careful. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, it's like a fine balance. I think like, I want to say use your judgment, but some people don't have good judgment on this. So really you just have to think about like the purpose and the intent, but you don't want to ruin your credibility. Like if you're always telling bullshit white lies to your friends, they're not going to come to you for like honest opinions. So Mm-hmm. The way I approach it is I tend to just say nothing at all if it's negative unless I'm asked and then I will be kind. If like if one of my friends came out in an outfit that looked like shit, I would not tell them that their outfit looks really bad. I wouldn't be like, oh my God, that's terrible. Take it off. I would stay silent because that's just my opinion and maybe they feel great in it. And who am I to like pass that judgment? But yeah. if they ask for my opinion, then I don't want to be the person that like lies to them and I don't want to be unreliable 
So I'll just try to be kind and they'll be like, you know what? It's not my favorite outfit. You've got a lot of really nice ones. Why don't you try this one? I totally agree with you and I'm the same when it comes to that kind of stuff. But I think where I'm really struggling in this chapter of Kaylin 3.0 being more honest is when like if it's worth telling someone how I feel about something big, like their relationship Mm -hmm. or like the, the partner that they have, their lifestyle, when I know it won't change anything. And if anything, it's just going to drive a wedge between me and the person yeah. because they're going to be like, you don't support me. Yeah. Or maybe they think I'm like comparing their life to mine. And it's it's really hard. When do we be honest with the people that we love about like, I think you're making a mistake because that could yeah. end a friendship. Yeah. And, and then when you think of like what makes a good friend, it's someone that you trust and is always honest with you. Yeah. But at the same time, we're entering a stage of our lives where we're all adults and we can make big decisions and we all have our big girl pants on and how much is your opinion really going to change what they're doing unless someone asks because that's when I think right that's when I think you can make a big impact like if you have trust between you and someone's like hey like what do you think of my new partner then like they're opening the door they want your opinion and you can like find a way to be straight up but kind yeah or like, I, I hate your partner. It's like, well, then what are you going to do? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's almost like there's the honesty that pertains to yourself, how you're feeling, your mm-hmm. actions, what you've been doing, like what you might be hiding, all of those. And then there's the honesty that you give other people in response to their mm-hmm. lives. And that's mm-hmm. tough. That's the crazy one. Yes. That is the perfect summary. One thing that my therapist said when I gave her a specific scenario about this type of issue Mm -hmm. is that she said the biggest thing I can do is just model for that person what I think, you know, a healthy relationship or healthy lifestyle is without actually like vocalizing Mm -hmm. it. But that's true. Deliberately trying to get into someone's life about, you know, their choices. It it doesn't usually bode well. well. No. Yeah, that's true. Modeling is that's a really good point. Like I can picture in my head exactly who I go to in my life if I want to be placated who I want to go to for direct advice who I want to go to just for a very fair measured response like who you know Mm -hmm. we've all got those Mm -hmm. different people and so also decide like which friend do you want to be like who do you want to be in that analysis and like show like what friends do you like to gravitate towards for the truth but a kind truth and then try to be like that I love that Gabe is brutally honest yeah all the time and he does need to work on his delivery and like time and place sometimes but I've learned like he's unapologetically himself you will always get the same Gabe no matter who you are and that's a very hard thing to do and I'm trying to do that um so it's it's nice that we can like learn from those direct people in our lives and find ways to you know make it work for us take the bits at work while still being yourself so it's like, yeah, totally. you and I both want to maybe tiptoe a bit less in our lives because we both tend to try to placate yeah. everyone and people please. So it's like great yeah. to see how to be really fucking direct and honest, but also like we'll put our own spin on it. 100%. But yeah, in conclusion, really, to summarize, if you want to live a more honest life, get real with yourself, figure out who you are and how you actually feel, and then work through any of that fear of judgment or shame or discomfort that's holding you back from showing up honestly and... I promise you, you will live a freer, more connected life. You got this, friends. So there you have it, guys. Thank you so much for listening. 
If you like what you heard today, it would mean the world to us if you would subscribe and leave a comment or a rating. And we'd love it if you would share this with your friends by screenshotting the episode and sharing it on social by tagging at Teach Me How to Adult Podcast and DM us with any topics or guests you'd like to hear on the show. See you next time. Bye. Bye.